Hey, this is Pastor Jeff Workmeister of Elevate Church, and welcome to our podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the podcast. All right, if you got a Bible, I want you to pull out your Bible. If you got an e-Bible, I want you to pull out your e-Bible, okay? I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 4, okay? And I want to start this morning just a little, little different. I want you to close your eyes this morning. I want you just to breathe for a second. Just take in a few deep breaths. I want you just to slow your mind, slow your thoughts. I want you just to just sense the Holy Spirit in the room. I want you to keep your eyes closed. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, give me a clear picture of Jesus today. Help us to see him clear through your power, your strength. I want you to just think and see Jesus. I want you to get a picture of Jesus this morning in your mind. I want you to see him saying, I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough for whatever season you're in. I am more than enough. Keep your eyes closed. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, Jesus said, my grace is more than enough. And my power finds its full expression through your weaknesses. I want you to say this with me. Say, God's got it. There we go. Come on, let's try this again. Say, say, God's got it. Say, God's grace is more than enough. Say, I don't have to make it all happen. I can take the pressure off. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit would guide and lead and direct our thoughts and our minds, revealing Jesus in his heart and all that you have for us. We worship you and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Come and get loud for the worship team this morning. that feel good for a second? Just to breathe. Um, I wanted to do that this morning because I think it's really important to learn how to sense the Holy Spirit and where he's at. And a lot of times you got to just, you got to breathe. You got to, you got to relax your mind. You got to be able to push out some stuff to focus in on the Holy Spirit and Jesus and what he has. Now, today, I, I want to lead you into an understanding, okay? And this is the understanding. Either Jesus is enough or you're enough, okay? Either Jesus has this whole thing called the world and the future 
in your future, in your life, in your kids, in your family. Either, either Jesus has it all or you do. Either one. So somebody's gonna be in charge, okay? In our life with Jesus, we have to come to this place that I recognize, that you recognize, okay? What are we, what are we recognizing, okay? We're recognizing and understanding and submitting to Jesus, why? Because he is greater. He's greater. I'm not greater, okay? I clearly understand that I'm a human with human weaknesses, with human thoughts, with human understanding, but he is God, Jehovah. He is the Lord, Moses. I, he is the I am, he is the alpha, he is the omega, he is the beginning, he is the end. He is the creator. So as creator, I submit to him, right? Because he's greater, he is greater. I'm not greater, I'm not in charge. He's in charge. I recognize this. I make a choice. I make a decision to put him first. Amen? Okay. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Okay? And I'm going to read out of the Passion and a few different translations, so just do your best to follow along. If you, if you want, you can see it on the screen. It says this. Verse 14. So I kneel humbly in awe. What am I in awe of? I'm just in awe of Jesus. Can I just say, don't, don't lose the awe of Jesus. Like, like, don't lose that special place where you're just in awe of him and his goodness and all that he's done for you. It says, so I kneel, humbly in awe, before the Father, our Lord Jesus. Verse 15, the perfect father of every father and child in heaven and in earth, okay? So point number one today is this, good father. Good father. Now, I don't know what your picture is of a father, okay? We all have different pictures in our heads of a father and what a good father looks like. And, but here's what I know. If we're gonna grow into who God has called us to be, this is what I do know. You need a father, okay? You need a father. And I'll tell you why you need a father. Because fathers teach sons and daughters who they are, okay? Fathers give sons and daughters identity, okay? Now, I totally understand this. Sometimes fathers can show us the opposite, though, okay? My father left when I was around two and a half, three years old. He left my mom, left me, my brothers and sisters. Never has talked to me in my life. I've reached out to him a couple of times. I've actually written some letters to him, just letting him know, I want you to know that I forgive you. I, I don't hold resentment to you any longer. I, I've allowed this to go, but he's never, he's never responded to me. So for me, in my life, my father left, and what did it teach me? It didn't teach me who I was. It actually taught me this thing called rejection, right? Taught me what rejection was. And through rejection, it created what? A lot of pressure in me to do what? To perform and to make people happy. Why? Because I didn't want people to leave. I didn't want people to reject me. I didn't want people to abandon me, right? Even though I was 
a little boy and I couldn't figure out how I could have made him run away and reject me, this place was still in my heart because he didn't give me the proper identity. See, listen, I, I, I had this place in me. I, I don't want to be rejected. And so what does that result in? I have to make it happen then, right? I, I, can't, I can't allow God to make it happen because I got to make it happen, right? Because the pressure is all on me. I have to perform. So listen, so often our view of God the Father is dis distorted by our earthly father's shortcomings, okay? And, and can I just say something to, to that, okay? From somebody that has had a father that had shortcomings, that have, has left and has never talked to me in my life, Okay, let me speak from some place. You can forgive and you can have grace and you can get past those moments. Oh, I should have got an amen from that, okay? Listen, can I, can I just say something to you? I understand that earthly fathers are not always perfect. I understand that they have shortcomings. I have shortcomings with my children, okay? But you, you can learn to forgive and move past. But, but here's what I know. This is what I know about a trustworthy father, okay? A trustworthy father. A trustworthy father, they are the people, and, and they will do anything for their children, right? A trustworthy father. So, so let me give you a perspective today. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2. Live a life filled with love, following the example of who? Christ. Who's the example? Who's our father? It's Christ, okay? He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. So where am I trying to take you today? You can take the pressure off. Why can you take the pressure off? Well, it's because I have a good father, right? My heavenly father is a good father. Why is he a good father? Because Jesus laid his life down for you. That's why. Because he laid his life down for you, you can now what? You can trust him. And if I can trust my father, then I know that my father wants what? Only the best for me. Which means what? I can take the pressure off. I don't, I don't have to perform. I don't have to figure it all out. I don't have to have everything perfectly together. Why? Because he's good. He's a good father. I promise you, I can promise you, my children don't have everything figured out. I promise you, my children can't always provide for themselves. I promise you, my children don't know exactly what the future looks like, but here's what they have. They got a good father, right? So what, what happens to my children? They don't think about it. They don't worry about it. They don't stress about it, right? Because they know my father is good. He takes good care of us. This is what verse 14 is trying to get you to understand. He's a good father. You can trust him, and you need a good father, and you need the good father to give you his identity and his thoughts. Amen? 
All right, verse 16. I pray from his glorious, unlimited resources that he will empower you with inner strength through the Spirit. Okay, point number two is this, inner strength. Okay, inner strength. All right, so what is unlimited resources. When I, when I read this, I, I tell you this all the time, I see things in my head. All I thought about was, uh, was it Jafar? When he goes, unlimited power, when he does that, okay? That, that's what I saw in my head, okay? All right, what is, what is unlimited resources? Is it, is it God? No way, you did it. You are so good. You got me that green Lambo that I've been wanting, didn't you? You are so good from your unlimited resources. God, you give me a Lambo. Look at your neighbor and say, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. That's, that's, not, that's not what God's talking about, okay? What Paul is trying to show us here is this. Inner strength through the power of the Holy Spirit, Okay? So the question today should be this. What are you in need of strength for? What are you today in need of strength for? Are you in a battle with your ex? Does your ex make your life a living hell? Are you or a family member going through a health issue? Is there, are you a mom? Are you trying to raise godly kids and help your husband and work and, and keep the house? Are you somebody working hard and you're faithful but you haven't broken through yet? Are you in a season of strife in your family and struggle in your family? Are you fighting to change your life, your health? You're trying to climb out of debt. You're trying to stop procrastinating all the time. Are you trying to beat and get past some crazy trauma, some loss, some abuse, some painful past? Are you a person that's going around and around the mountain you can't overcome? I wanna show you how I saw this in my mind, okay? Um, put up that picture for me, okay? All right, this is, uh, this is WrestleMania 15, okay? Me and my son Luke, my eight-year-old son Luke, we're big into not WWE, not the new stuff. We're into like WWF, the old stuff. It's on Peacock, like all the old like wrestling and WrestleMania, like everything that I grew up with. So we've been watching some WWF. You got Stone Cold and you got The Rock, and we were and and, and we'll watch WrestleMania together, and then we'll have WrestleMania, okay, together in in the bedroom, okay, and. I'm like throwing him across the room and, you know, we're dropping elbows and, you know, we're finding like, we found a box the other day that we used as a chair to hit each other with and, and, and we're just like, we're just going at it, okay? We're having, we're having a good time. But, but this is how I saw it, okay? In WrestleMania 15, Stone Cold pins the rock, okay? He got, he got him down, Okay? And me and Luke were watching this, and Luke yells out, get up, Rock, just like that. He goes, come on, Rock, you gotta get up, Rock. I'm like, yeah, that's my boy right there, okay? You gotta get up, right? 
but I, I want to show you. I want to show you how I, I, I saw this. Um, Kyle, will you come? Will you come help me? Can you give it up for Kyle Strunk, everybody? Get real loud for Kyle. Okay. All right. This is gonna be weird. Okay. I, I'm just. All right. I'm just gonna be honest with you. But that's why. That's why I brought a friend up here. Okay. All right. All right. Me and Kyle are friends, so I brought a friend up. Okay. So this is what I want you to do. Okay. <laughs> you are not gonna get hit by a chair today, okay? But you're, I want you, I want you to pin me, okay? Like, like, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna do this, okay? All right. I, I promise. Hey, listen, this is gonna help you. I promise you. This, I promise you. I promise you. You're like, what the heck is going on right now, okay? I promise you, this is gonna help you this morning, okay? So, all right. <laughs> you ready for this? All right, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, all right, here we go. All right, you gotta, you gotta lay on top of me, okay? Like, yeah, all right, now, yeah, but there we go. Ah! Let's go! Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, no, 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 just stay there. All right, hold on. I gotta get my computer over here, okay, so I can see, okay. All right, here we go. All right, now, I want all of you in the crowd to say, Come on, Pastor Jeff, get up, okay? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. No, stay, stay. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So what? What's happening? Okay. I, I got the weight of Kyle on me, right? Barreling down, he's got me. He's pinned me, right? And if we have, look, I'm gonna try to get up. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, he's a cop. He's strong. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now say. Now say. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tap. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is, this is how I saw this. Okay. I know it's funny. You're having all these issues, right? You got a family member in the hospital or you're going through a health issue, right? And everybody's going, just get up. Just get up. And you're like, I'm trying. Come on. Man, I can feel the Lord. You're like, I'm trying so hard. Well, I'm tired. And I got the weight of this on me. I got this pressure on me, right? You know, you're a mom, you're trying to raise kids, and your husband comes home and he's a jerk all the time. And you're like, I'm trying to get up. Well, I just feel so. So much pressure, so much weight, so much tension. The kids are crazy. They're screaming. They're yelling, right? You know, you're, you're fighting to change your life. You're trying to get healthy. You're trying to get out of the weight of debt. You're trying to overcome in life. And you're trying to not be a person that procrastinates. And you're like, I'm trying. I'm, 
I'm trying my hardest. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying. I'm giving my absolute best. And you're like, just get up. And I'm like, I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to overcome. But you feel that weight. You feel that tension, right? Now, if you've ever watched wrestling for like a hot second, okay, you all know what. There comes a point, right, where the ref goes, one, two, right? And he's coming down. He's coming down just for like that three. He's like at two and a half. He's like coming. He's like three. You know what I mean? He's like three. He's about to slap. And what happens all of a sudden, right? The wrestler will go like that, right? You good? I'm ready. You ready? All right. Yep. I didn't kick you? I watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Kyle, everybody, okay? The last second, they find what? This inner strength. And the last second, they're able to do what? To break free, to kick out. So this is what Paul's talking about. Paul's talking about an inner strength that comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about a strength that you don't possess. He's talking about a deposit from heaven that comes into your spirit and it strengthens you and at the last second, you kick out and you find freedom and you find peace. Listen, this is what Paul is saying. What Paul is saying is when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll give you the grace when you don't have the grace for that situation. Okay, what Paul is saying is this. He'll give you his strength when your strength runs out. Do you know that your strength is going to run out at some moment, but you're going to need a empowerment, a, a download from the Holy Spirit of his strength and his grace to overcome? What Paul is saying is this. He'll give you hope when you can't see the light. He'll give you joy through the tears. He'll give you peace where there's no understanding. He'll empower you with his divine. See, we, we think sometimes like, I just gotta work harder. I gotta do more. I gotta perform more. No, 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 you need to, you need to let go and go, Lord, I, I trust you. This is why 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine, 
This was Jesus' answer to Paul. Paul was going through some struggles. Paul was going through some tough times. Paul was having a moment. But the Lord said, Jesus said, my grace is always more than enough for you. It's always more than enough for you. I just need you to grab onto it. I need you to take it. It's yours. And my power finds its full expression. The full expression of Jesus actually flows through what? Your weaknesses, not your strengths, not the places that you feel like you're killing it, not the places that you feel like you got it. It's through your weaknesses that the power of God is on full display. It's him. It's not you. Philippians 4 verse 13 says this, for I'm trained, I love this word, I'm trained, okay? Trained, meaning that this is something that's learned, something that you work at, something that you're, you're going after. I'm trained in the secrets of overcoming all things, meaning what? Jesus has declared that you are called to be a victor and to overcome all things in your life, but you have to be trained and you have to learn how to overcome, not through your strength, but through his strength and his power. He said, I'm trained in the secrets of overcoming all things. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power, I love that, explosive power, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Not some, every single one. Power through the Holy Spirit. Verse 17. Says this by consistently using your faith. I love that. He's talking about not God doing it all, but you partnering with the Lord, using your faith, exercising your faith. The life of Christ will be released deep inside of you. Do you know why some people's relationship with the Lord gets real cold and stale and dry? It's because you stop walking in faith, you stop using your faith. You stop trusting the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit tells you to speak up, when the Holy Spirit tells you to go love somebody, when the Holy Spirit tells you to move in grace and you just stop moving with him, look, he wants to infuse you with his strength, but his strength comes when you start walking in faith. We start using your faith. And then it says this, verse 18, then you will be empowered to discover which every Holy One experiences the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ. Isn't that interesting that the love of Christ shows up as you walk in faith? In all dimensions, how deeply intimate, how far-reaching his love is, how enduring it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you, filled to overflowing the fullness of God. Point number three today is this, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't stop walking in faith. Don't stop moving in faith. I was thinking about this point and I thought about the last seven years of starting this church. And we've had some 
real victories over the last seven years. We've had some moments where <laughs> there's only a handful of people that know how bleak it was at that moment, but how God showed up and rescued us and provided for us and took care of us. But I can tell you this, over the last seven years, we've had some losses too. We've had some moments, I know I've had some moments personally where I just kind of shook my head and I said, God, how did that work out that way? It didn't, that didn't end the way I thought it was gonna work out. That, that situation didn't end in the victory that I thought it was gonna end in. That situation didn't come to pass the way that I thought it was gonna come to pass. So I can honestly say today, we've had some great victories and we've had some losses. Now, by the grace of God, we've had more victories than losses, amen? And I hope that's what you would say about your life. Not by my strength, not my ability, but by the grace of God, I have some more wins and losses. But here's what I know about losses. They'll get you to question everything. Can I get an amen from anybody? When you have a loss, when you go through a difficulty and it doesn't pan out the way you thought, it'll make you question things. It'll make you question the goodness of God. It'll make, and, and what ultimately happens sometimes, it will cause you to want to back down. It'll want you to take a step back. It'll want you to stop walking in faith, stop moving forward, stop trying. But you know what I love is this, that as a people, staff, the elders, leaders of Elevate Church, we've made a decision and a choice that we're just gonna keep exercising our faith. We're just gonna keep believing. We're gonna keep trusting. We're gonna keep moving forward. And so here, here's what I can tell you is this. I'm so thankful that we've never stopped. And this is why I'm so thankful we've never stopped. Because over the last seven years, every Sunday for seven years, we've seen people give their life to Jesus for seven years. For seven years, every Sunday, we've seen people get healed. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we've seen people get healed. For seven years, every Sunday, we see somebody get freed of something. For seven years, we find people that find hope. For seven years, we've seen people find freedom. For seven years, we've seen people find joy. For seven years, we've seen people find Jesus. And every single Sunday, every single Sunday, I see the love of God being poured out. I see the goodness of God being poured out. And I think to myself, thank God that we haven't quit. Thank God that we haven't stopped. Thank God that we kept trusting. Thank God that we keep moving forward because if I'll just keep moving forward, and look at me, look at me, okay? I, I wanna give you a tip here. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving. Keep pressing towards Jesus. Keep coming back. And can I, can I say this, that sometimes, sometimes those moments that seem 
like defeats are actually a victory for you because God knows what you need for your future and God knows what you need for your today and God knows what he's doing with your life and what feels like a defeat is actually gonna become a victory in your life someday. Don't quit. Don't give up. If you won't give up, if you'll press in, you'll keep walking in faith, you'll see what? The fullness of the love of God poured out into your life. Don't give up. Verse 20. Band, you can come on up, get ready. We're gonna worship the Lord in a second here. Verse 20. Never doubt. <laughs> oh, I wish that was the truth. Don't you? It says, never doubt. Never doubt what? God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish what? All of this. Everything we've been talking about today. Do you know it's not on you to accomplish all this? It's on the mighty power of Jesus to accomplish all of this in your life. It's on him? Come on. It's on him. It's not on you. says this, he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest requests, more than your most unbelievable dream, exceed your wildest imaginations. He will outdo all of them. For his miraculous power continually energizes you. And then verse 21. And now we offer up to God the glorious praise that rises from every church and every generation through Jesus Christ. Point number four is this. Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. I'm gonna show you this. Sometimes you got to take off the pressure. Sometimes you got to take off the stress. Sometimes you got to take off the fear. Sometimes you got to take it off, right? Just like I have this jacket on, sometimes I have to remove it, right? I got to pull it off, right? I got to take it off. I got to remove it. This is what this verse is saying. Take off the pressure. Take off the stress. Take off the worry. Take off the anxiety. Take it off. Leave it with the Lord. Why? Because he is so good. He says this. This is what he's saying to you. I know how to pull your life together. I know you think you're so smart, and I know that you think you got it all together, and I know that you think you know what's gonna happen five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, but you don't. But the Lord goes, I do, and I'm really good at pulling your life together. I'm really good at taking you from job to job. 
He knows what you're gonna do 20 years from now. It's good. He's got a good plan. He knows it. And guess what? He doesn't always need you to know it. And that's okay. Why? Because he's a good father. And it just said, it just said what? He will achieve infinitely more, more than your requests, more than your dreams, more than your hopes, more than your desires, more than anything you could ever think up or imagine. He said what? I'll outdo all of them if you'll just trust me. I'll outdo it. He'll bring you understanding. He'll bring you from understanding to understanding to understanding, right? He'll take you from home to home to home. He'll take you to car to car to car. He'll take you from season to season to season. If what? You can go, I recognize who you are. You're God. You're the Alpha and you're the Omega. You're the beginning, you're the end. You're everything. And I'm gonna take off the pressure and the stress and the worry and the anxiety and the fear. And guess what? I'm gonna put on joy. I'm gonna put on your joy. I'm gonna put on your hope. I'm gonna put on your truth. Why? Because you're so good. Can, can I just say this to you? I just feel this from the Holy Spirit. I can feel the tension in you right now. I can feel the fight in you right now. Because you feel like I've had some losses. I've had some disappointments. I've had some moments where life didn't come together. And, and, and you can feel this resistance where you go, I don't really know, God. I'm, I'm gonna put up these walls because I don't know if I really wanna trust you because I don't wanna get hurt again. Am I talking to anybody today? But let me remind you of who he is. He's a good father. And only a good father would take his son and sacrifice his son for you. So I promise you, I promise you, those disappointments and those discouragements and those moments that didn't happen the way you thought, I promise you, they didn't come from God the Father. They came from an enemy that hates you and wants to discourage you and wants you to have no hope and no joy and no future. But the Lord, he knows you, he loves you. And, and can I just say this? He's brought you through. You're here today. There's a great future in store for you full of hope and full of joy if you'll trust the Lord. Why don't you stand with me? We're gonna do this because this is what the end of the verse said. Now we offer up to God glorious praise. Do you wanna know what praise is? Do you wanna know what worship is? It's you going, I'm not in control. I'm not in charge. I trust you, my hope is in you, my joy is in you, my future is in you, my life is in you, and I can relax without pressure, without strife, without, without it, I can relax and trust you, because you are worthy, you're so good, and I don't have to figure it all out. Come on, I want you to raise your hands with us. I want you to close your eyes, focus it on Jesus.
Father, we release inner strength through the power of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, that it's not in our strength, it's not in our ability, it's not in our grace, but it's in you, it's in your strength, it's in your hands. Lord, I just want you to cast some thoughts, some cares, some worries, some fears onto the Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to carry. Father, we release grace, grace, grace to every situation, to every mountain, to every struggle. We release hope where they've lost hope. We release vision where there is no vision trust in you. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we trust in you, our roots go down deep into your love, into your strength, into your hope. Jesus, we worship you. We praise you. We thank you. Come on, can you just thank him for victories you haven't seen yet? Can you thank him for victories you haven't seen yet? Jesus, we thank you for the victory. Lord, we thank you, God, that we haven't seen it, but Lord, we know that you got it. We thank you, God, that you're leading us to victory, to victory, to glory, to glory. Thank you, Jesus, for your hope. Thank you, Jesus, for your strength. Thank you, Jesus, for your might. Thank you, Jesus, for your help. We worship you. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you, God. You are good. You are good and you are worthy to be praised and honored. We love you. We love you. Lord, I pray grace and strength to your people, hope and life to them. We love you. We praise you. We thank you, God, for it. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Can you give it up for Jesus today? Come on, give it up for his word. I hope you were encouraged, full of his joy in life. We love you. Thank you for being here today. We'll see you next Sunday.